Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. guys, welcome to Bonsai Beat, episode 232. I'm your host, Zach, alongside my other host, Jellocoon, who will be talking less this episode due to inclement throat conditions, yeah, throat <laughs> otherwise known as a cold. Diseases. Disease, multiple diseases. Yeah, I've been sick for like two and a half weeks, and I've lost my voice like twice, and everybody's sick in the office, and something's going wow. around. Some sort of cesspool for disease. Exactly. Cesspool diseases are bad. But Mm -hmm. uh, I want to get an episode out with Zach because we've been promising Mob Psycho 100. So For a whole month now, yeah. Has it been a month? Talked it up last time for me to review it. I didn't even review anything last month. No, it hasn't been a month. It's three days shy of a month. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, November seventh. Damn, we drop the ball. Yeah, that's partially because I've been sick. <laughs> and my uh, semester of grad school's wrapping up too, so I was too busy to even watch things last time. But I did finish Mob Psycho, and so that's what I'll be reviewing towards the end. But I can talk about what I've been watching. It's fairly brief. I've been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm on thirty six out of thirty nine. Nice. Of what is technically the third season, but you know, it's been going for a while, but it's going to end uh, three weeks. So, very shortly. I've been watching Kaijo, obviously. Hip swing girl, or whatever they call it as its tagline. Still a show about knocking each other off as girls on a water platform using only their boobs and butt. So, uh, still very entertaining. Yeah. When we do that review. We're going to be using Sir Mix-a-Lot as the intro. <laughs> All right. Or Cisco Thong Song? I had the same thought. I think of that, yeah. too. But, yeah. I mean... Depends. It depends. Beastie Boys, girls? <laughs> now nah, we've already used it. Uh, darn it. I it's know. too it generic. With, All right. With... Well, Thong Song might work, because, like, one of the girls is able to move her butt faster by giving herself a wedgie. Pretty great technique, oh, and it's funny fuck. because they do it like full action style, like uh, shoujo type shows where she leaves like after images of herself, and <laughs> it's very Naruto like. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's hilarious. It's animated well, so I still enjoy it. There you go. I've been watching Ruby, though not considered anime, I don't believe, and Food Wars. I'm finishing season two of Food Wars. 
Um, it's still a lot of fun, but like it's hard for me to just like sit down and want to finish it and progress in the show because even though each one's fun, it's not like the story has like a big driving thing. It's just like they cook, someone wins the cooking battle, there's some sort of repercussion for the guy who loses, they move on. And it's like, it's going to happen over and over. It's always enjoyable, but I'm not motivated to just find out what happens next, you know? There's no cliffhangers. And gotcha. other than that, I don't think I've even been, I haven't been watching anything other than that. Uh, the time before is when I wrapped up a lot of shows and I'll be finishing three more once the season ends in three weeks. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I started watching uh, uh, Airmaster. Hmm. Holy God, that show has aged horribly. It is very ugly animation. Say, I can picture the cover, but I haven't seen an episode. <laughs> I can picture the old-looking like character. Yeah, it's awful, man. Like, oh my God, we're spoiled today. <laughs> yeah, they're getting, I guess, it's very good at animating in general, or very efficient at using computer animation as well. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I watched one episode and it's I hate one of the characters already because <laughs> fuck her. And the show so far, I don't know anything, but I mean I watched one episode, I like it, so I'm going to keep watching it. 26 episodes or so. So I'm going to check it out, keep watching it. Otherwise, I'm just watching uh My Wife is a Student Council President. There's titties every week and I'm good with that. And it's 5 minutes long. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... You're guaranteed tits, and you're done. And it's not a big-time commitment. Nope. Similar to what I looked for in my dating life. Ha. Ha joke. <laughs> so that's all you've been watching. That's I guess. all I've been watching. I've been too damn sick. Too sick to watch anime? It doesn't require, like, your physical exertion. That's true, but I gotta hold the phone in my front of my face. It's a lot of work. Oh. And I gotta read. Who wants to read when they're sick? That's true. I would just get a headache. All right, I forgive you. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that's what you needed. And then, like, I still want to watch HBK Euphonium because it's, like, on my queue for Crunchyroll since the first season started. And I'm like, ooh, I see so many cute gifts on Reddit. And then I just never actually watch it because the idea of girls playing in a band isn't exciting at all to me. It's just occasionally it's animated well, and I get to see that. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll go through and watch it. Probably the next thing I would watch after I finish Food Wars is Wixis. But I know there's a movie, so I've been waiting to start the show. I haven't like seen the movie yet. So uh, Yeah, that's about it. I got uh, my old roommate, Tristan, is in D.C. working in an internship, and I convinced his roommate to start watching JoJo. He's watched some anime and he's actually watched a good amount because he's watched like Naruto and One Piece, which have a million episodes. And I'm like, no, you gotta not to bash the time standing ones, but I'm like, you gotta get into some better, shorter shows. So I told him to watch Your Lie in April, which he protested because he wanted to watch an action show. So I'm like, you gotta watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And he's been enjoying that. Has he seen Black Lagoon? I don't know. I didn't ask everything. It's just he asked me for like a recommendation. I'm like, well, if it's an action show, check out for Black, me. I would recommend Black Lagoon or Phantom Rec Room of a Phantom. Though I hated Rec Room for a Phantom. Can't Dude, can't recommend that. Amazing in good show. Shape. It's, Amazing it's boring. show. No, it's not. 
boring Gotta as fuck. Time. The, the middle's too slow. No. no, I've seen all of it, and that even ending. in hindsight, it's slow. That ending. The ending is almost worth it, but you have to sit through like ten episodes of nothing. It's amazing. Shut up. <laughs> it's just sad now. Elfin lied. Um, what else? Gunslinger Girl season one. True. Don't touch Gunslinger Girl season two. Uh, um, I like Triella as a character, so I don't hate season two, but I, I can see why it's inferior. Um, also, it's animated different, which is annoying. Is. What else for action? Um, Future Speed, Diary, Speed I'm Grapher. Almost. Future Diary is another good one. Oop! If I catch my damn mic, <laughs> pop filter. Um, what else? Um, Toad Geass, which he is. Oh, ah, speaking. Oh, wow. We speaking. actually have anime news. I was going to hold out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Season two, baby. Technically three? Oh, yeah, you're right. Season three. Whatever. There's, no, there's more. Yeah, instead of just which a spinoff. Weird. It's called resurrection, implying that either he wasn't dead or is being ah, resurrected. Spoiled. I have to bleep that out. God damn it! Now I gotta, now I gotta go find a censor bleep, and I gotta put a. Oh, ah. Who yeah, hasn't seen Code Geass nowadays? I don't know. Lots of people. Yeah, maybe lots of people, but even if you, I didn't even say who died actually, so it doesn't matter. It's called resurrection of the. <laughs> 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 okay, well, that may give away who died. I mean, uh, there's Murder Princess. Another good action show. Mm. Berserk, I guess, if you like old-timey shit. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, can think of. I mean, I say Cowboy Bebop. I think of Cowboy Bebop, too, but who hasn't seen that? Except you. True. Except me, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, yeah, anyway, going on. I said Fate Stay Night and Fate Zero. Eh. Or action. He likes fantasy action, though. Oh, he's not a big so, guns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that's more niche than normal action. That's why I didn't say, like... Okay, I was going to say, heck, even maybe even, maybe even Trigun. Yeah, it's like a little too nor normal action for him. He likes stuff like Gate and ReZero and Gare Zero. All the Zeros, but yeah, he likes the fantasy type stuff. Gotcha. I told him to watch Konosuba. I'm like, it's like the shows yes. you watch, but it's a comedy. And yeah. soon it's getting a second season. So. Yep, January. Next month. Woo, so soon. I'm excited, man. Excited. About one more episode of the Bonsai Beat. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we'll be in the new season. We'll be in season four. They'll be on fucking like episode four by the time we record. Welcome to the summer season. Pretty much. What happened? Yeah. Fucking. I'm now a doctor now. That'll be, oh wow, yeah, that'll be the landmark to hit. Podcasting for eight years total when I be become a doctor. Well, at least we know you'll be around. I don't have to go find. That'll be year sixteen of the podcast. Yeah, I'm not. In, I'm not in law school, so I don't need to bail. Maybe. I why mean, do all my pod? Why do all my podcast hosts go to fucking law school? My first co-host, well, not Pat's, but. So, okay, sorry. Second co-host joined and became an attorney. Uh-huh. Now you're going to law school. No, I'm not going to law school. That's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. So, it's not law school, so I don't have to quit on you. <laughs> Hooray. Yay. 
Although econ is pretty pretty rigorous to get a PhD in mathematical economics, but uh, I'll do both. There you go. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't just do grad school and give up my hobbies. Then my hobby would become drinking and other depressing things. <laughs> this week on Schnapscast. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I've seen. Um, we could talk about news, or we could do DVD picks. Eh, we should it's your own adventure. Uh, well, is there anything other than Code Geass for D for no. news? I mean, your name. We haven't really talked about the movie that's making tons of money in Japan and everywhere else. All right, go ahead and talk about it. Oh wow! News. Well, as uh, prepared as I am to disseminate this news with you, according to Reddit, a reliable news source. Your lie, not your lie in April, fuck. Your name <laughs> is a movie. I should at least look it up so I can tell you who did it because that's what I think someone Ma- that actually I think knows Ma- the shit Makoto would do. Shinkai. Makoto Shinkai, yeah. Your name. I mean, is he did the those second... other shows we watched, uh, like, uh, um, what was it? The Girl Who Left Her Time? Garden of Words. That's, oh yeah, what has he done? Five centimeters per second. We've done five centimeters per second. We've done Garden of Words. Children who chase lost voices. Yeah, we did that one too, I think. Did we? I didn't do that one. I I just did Garden of Words. That doesn't ring a bell. No, sorry. That's just what he's done. And Voices of a Distant Star are his movies. But we've reviewed five centimeters per second and Garden of Words. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of who did uh, The Girl Who Left Her Time then. Okay, that's Mm. that's someone else then. Okay. So, Makoto Shinkai made your name, and it's now the second highest grossing movie from Japan of all time. Um, It would be interesting to know what number one is, but I'm not not prepared with that stat. Yeah, way to prepare. People people are probably yelling at the podcast, like, it's so obvious, the number one grossing movie is... Hayao Miyazaki, probably My Neighbor Totoro, or Kiki's Delivery Service, or something along those lines. Spirited it away. Or that is number one. Then it goes your name, and then Howl's Moving Castle. Wow. But impressive. It, it's made $244 million U.S. million worth of revenue. Oh, damn. That's... I that's like know. blockbuster level of our movies. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. A lot of, like, the Marvel movies... Well, Marvel movies make, like, almost half a billion, but... Like popular action movies make about two hundred million, so yeah, it's pretty impressive even in a world stage of movies. Yeah, even the first Pokemon movie only made about half that. Oh wow! So, I wonder if um, we're getting a release here in the U.S. Um, there should be. Um, the only post I saw was talking about when it comes out in the U.K. But like, what about Freedom Land? When does it come out in Freedom Land? But yeah, I just thought I should bring it up because apparently it's really good. It's already won minor awards, and I don't know if it's been nominated for any big ones yet, though. Oh, Funimation has a thing. Um, uh, oh, oh, shut up! It's, it's making the uh, 89th annual uh, Academy Awards. Oh wow! Deal. 
Um, well, it's been licensed by Funimation, yeah. so we'll eventually get to see it here. It just says coming soon in 2017. Mm. Um, see, they got a trailer here. I wonder if it's in English. Funimation's new intro is a lot better than their old one. He used to be much more obnoxious. Ah, damn. It's, it's, it's Japanese. Okay. Listen, they probably couldn't turn it around to dub it. It's only been out like a month. Well, I half. figured maybe they'd at least dub the trailer. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, they'll certainly rush to ride the hype wave, but I thought that was interesting. Yep. And I do want to see it. And that's like the only other news. It's fairly big news, so it was worth sharing. There you go. I see a post like every day on Reddit where it was like, as it was climbing up in, in gross revenue. <laughs> People are like, oh, how high can it get? Can it beat Howl's Moving Castle? And then it did. And then I guess it's fairly unlikely it beat Spirited Away. Gotcha. All right, well, let's get into DVD picks. All right. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. DVD picks starting on December 6th, which is tomorrow, but still, depending on when you're listening, technically in time. We have Blackjack the movie, Eat Man. <laughs> it sounds interesting because he just yeah. eat. It's a weird. Lupin the Third, the Operation Return the Treasure. Oh wait, just Operation Return the Treasure. It sounds a little better. Sonic X Collection Two, and those are all from Discotech. Ooh. And for Funimation, we have Bikini Warriors, a short animation that I said I would watch and never did. It just you know it came at a time in my life when I was watching DXD and. I didn't need anything else. Fairy Tale Part 22, Ninja Slayer, from Animation. That's the title. Oh no, Ninja Slayer! Remember they, they got a bunch of hubbub. Did it? Like they were like redoing the entire. Uh, I think they were redoing the entire voices, like everything. Like they were giving it like the ghost. Uh, what was it Ghost Files? Treatment where they just wrote their own script and did their own thing. I remember it was a big to do when it was coming out because people didn't, didn't give a shit about it. It was supposed to be like this big, huge show and nobody fucking cared. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the one trigger animated. And then it was far inferior to Kill the Kill, so people were upset. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. Uh, we got Say Used Life. Show by Rock and Attack on Titan Volume 20 Graphic Novel SE with DVD. My God. It must be like a one episode thing that comes with a graphic novel. Mm hmm. Little Busters EX Complete OVA. I guess Little Busters must have multiple OVAs. As someone who never finished the game nor watched the show, I don't know. <laughs> and. We got the Kawaii Complex Guide to Manners and Hostile Behavior. But it's not Kawaii, so I guess they mean Scary Complex Guide. Like maybe. I, I don't know. It's it's not it's not the cute. So it can't be cute. It's the scary guide. I never know how many rars to add, but times two, volume six. Wow, Aniplex. They're certainly milking that for money. If they're already on volume six and each one is $99 for Blu-ray. For fuck's sake. J Jungle Emperor Leo. One Piece, Season 8, Part 5. 
Rampo Kitan, game of Laplace. Laplace, they? I don't know. Looks French. Don't know how to say it. The Legend of Legendary Heroes, save edition. Uh, Yamabo, Darkness, The Hat, and Travelers of the Books. Media Blasters. It's a cool title, but <laughs> Media Blasters, I don't know. Angelic Lair. Hakuki, Demon of the Fleeting Blossom, Record of the Jade Blood, Complete Coil. Now that's definitely a Japanese-sounding name. Love, Chinobu, and Other Delusions, Heartthrob. It's a re-release, and I've seen this. It's like a super, like, special edition, I think. Huh. I don't think, unless, was there another season? I think there was. There was two seasons, but I don't think it was called Heartthrob. I don't know, maybe. Uh, I know there's two seasons, though. Okay, I, I know I've seen, I'm part of a group on Facebook where we collect, you know, DVDs and Blu-rays, and everyone's been posting it, and it's, like, super expensive, and everyone's slipping their shit over it. Hmm. So, there's that. Poke- and finally, Pokemon the series, XY. Oh, Okay. Oh, that's it. I guess I would choose Love, Chinobu, and Other Delusions. I started watching that show. I'm on like episode three. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of fun too. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to describe it. I'm it pretty sure I fun. talked about the first season. Did you? I don't think you did. I mean, maybe you might have when you were watching it. I don't know. I, I like the characters. They're kind of out there and kooky and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it gets better towards the end, which a lot of shows don't. So I guess it's it's good overall. I don't like it enough to watch season two, really. Gotcha. I guess I would choose... Hmm. Not a lot I would choose, gotta say. I guess uh, Attack on Titan. It's it's it was I enjoyed it when it came out and I thought I felt cheated when it just ended where, where it did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, which uh, which one is this? What is this Attack on Titan? I, I don't. I don't know. It's just bundled with the graphic novel, so like maybe it is an OVA or something new. But oh, gotcha. Okay. Either way, yeah, it's something I'd want to see because there's certainly way more to the story than what we got in the anime. Yes. So that's what I choose. The end. All right. Of that section. <laughs> so now I can talk about Mob Psycho 100. Yes. If you're can. ready for that. Yeah. If everyone's ready for that. All right. Well, this is a show I first found uh, in my pursuit of finding something to watch after One Punch Man. And it's by the same author as a web novella. I don't know. And I guess technically it's like a web manga, but... They have like some different title for it because it's, the panels are broken up different. But either way, it's a, a web manga, I guess, that this person made that eventually was animated alongside One Punch Man. And I'll just talk about the different parts. So initially, you get to hear the opening song, which is really catchy. It's called, called uh, Mob Choir 99. And... If Maybe you can't be what you want to be. So let's let the 
basically, his is really, I guess, psychedelic paper wave looking like neon colored visuals with it. And they have a whole bunch of like the art from the manga, like all distorted, and they count up to 100, which is significant to the show because basically the show is about Mob, that's his name, who's uh, like a middle schooler who has psychic powers, the typical telekinesis, stuff like that, except he's more powerful than like any other person that has the powers and doesn't really realize it. But what happens throughout the show is as he gets frustrated or feels some sort of emotion, he reaches uh, Mob Psycho 100 level. So he goes like 0 to 100, and when he's fully like tilted or emotional, he releases the power that's like dormant in him. And um, the show basically goes... Um, well, actually, I'll talk about what I expected first. So even though I enjoyed like One Punch Man, this one didn't seem like it was like as strong as a comedy. It was some sort of different show. And the show itself starts out, Mob Psycho starts off pretty slow because it's like him going to school. And then after school, he goes to see who he calls his psychic mentor, whose name is Arataka. And the main character is Shigio the kid who has all the power and basically their Ataka guy is just some scam artist who tells people he'll get rid of like ghosts haunting their house or evil spirits uh giving you bad luck for like a certain fee and he goes through this whole song and dance thing to like convince them that it's actually happening and then he does some arbitrary treatment like a humidifier to like get rid of the fog or like stuff like that dehumidifier and he just says it's his mystical power and everyone pays him a lot of money but he's interested in, in Mob because he knows that ghosts, even though he doesn't have the power to see them, he knows that like ghosts and spirits and psychics exist. So he's happy to find Mob. And they basically, in the first few episodes, go on adventures to different clients and they like uh, purge the spirits. And Mob can do it by like defeating them just by like touching them because he's so powerful. So the Arataka guy is funny because his character has to put on like a big show to try to trick Mob, who's only a kid, into thinking that he's like more powerful. So he's like, well, I'd go in there and defeat the spirits, but it would be too dangerous for this household if I were to use my full power. And Mob's like, well, that makes sense. And then he goes in there and like <laughs> pokes the spirit and explodes because he's actually the most powerful. <laughs> and all the while, his mentor just fakes it in order to use them to make money. But... It's like a dual relationship because though he's doing it to exploit the kid and scam people, he does actually talk to the kid and reassure him about his powers and just generally makes him feel he's like a father figure because Mob has no friends and his family just like alienates him because they're afraid of him. Uh, he like accidentally bends spoons at the dinner table and he hurt like a dog once unintentionally and they're just afraid because they don't understand him. So I guess that's the story is uh, it kind of sets up a more, uh, I guess, conflicted character story than One Punch Man does, where One Punch Man is just there to entertain and be funny. It doesn't really progress in story. Although both characters are extremely overpowered, so I guess that's the parallel. And then, let's see. Uh, I guess I can talk about the art now. So the story is good, and... I can't necessarily talk about the second half after they do that. The second half is better, but 
it's more spoiler like because eventually he defeats a spirit who comes back and like haunts him and convinces him to pursue a different course and now his goal is to defeat other psychics that are abusing their powers and so that's kind of an interesting part of the show is now he has to go track down people like him who are aware of their powers but use it to pick on normal people and the art's really interesting it's very similar to one punch man probably intentionally because the manga was drawn the same way and every there's lots of movement throughout and bright colors and stuff like that what else can i talk about Mm, overall it's certainly um less funny but the story was still compelling like and then there's plenty like i said there's plenty i'm just reading over my notes there's plenty of movement in the animation he fights one of the other psychics in like episode seven and all there's like a nice mix of like the cutesy looking characters and how they're drawn and like the really gritty environment and buildings so it kind of looks funny as these two like middle school kids fight each other with psychic powers because it's really gritty and there's lots of like metal pipes and concrete flying around because they're destroying things but they just look like rounded like kid anime characters so that's a cool dichotomy and they uh, have really good characters as well because you have Mob, who's like introverted, but the other side of him is really uh, scary because he doesn't know how to control his powers. And then you have Mob's brother, who's both afraid of Mob and jealous of his powers because he never got any, even though he's like the star student in school. And... Um, I guess I'd really enjoy season two after watching season one. It's a short length for how much uh, story and stuff it and space it covers in 12 episodes, but I don't know if there's more manga written, but I would certainly watch the interactions between his mentor and him and they'd leave it at a place where they could make more because they kind of reveal an organization that uses the psychic's powers in evil ways, of course, because... They have to set up some villain other than just other people picking on normal people. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. How was the, how was the uh, like, character designs and stuff? Uh, the character designs are really unique. Uh, when he first he goes to, like, he eventually gets captured by the people that want to abuse psychic powers. And he's put in, like, a holding cell with all different psychics, and they're all really weak. Like, one person can barely, like, light his finger on fire, like a lighter. <laughs> and one person can hear what someone else is saying in the next room over. They all have, like, silly, obvious, weak powers when he can do so much. And they all look really different. Like, he looks sort of like One Punch Man, Saitama, but with, like, a bull haircut. He has, like, normal round eyes and a bull haircut. This one computer nerd-looking guy has, like, a perfect block for a head. One of the delinquent guys looks like a like a skin or, like, a skin on top of a skeleton. And one person, of course, is the giant pompadour. He's, like, the fake badass psychic. Um, yeah, so all the character designs are really unique. And like I said, more cheesy and silly-looking in a show that's overall gritty and darker. So it's it's a cool contrast between like the action and the scenery and backgrounds with the character designs. 
Who's your favorite character? Favorite character is definitely his mentor, Arotaka, who is eventually becomes a nice and useful person, but his earlier scenes where he scams people are pretty funny. The very uh, like typical pyramid scheme or cult type scenes where he convinces people to buy additional things by uh, convincing them they're haunted in different ways. And his character's really uh, like bombastic and full of himself in general, even though he has no psychic power. So he's my favorite character. Gotcha. Uh, what would you give it? I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I probably gave One Punch Man 9 out of 10, looking back on it. It's certainly less funny, but it was very entertaining and really well-paced for only being 12 episodes. They have, like, three main things they want to accomplish, and they do it all with a good amount of characters, so... I was I was impressed. If it was adapted from the manga, either the manga was really paced well in order to make a show, or they did a good job picking the right parts because it didn't feel rushed. Gotcha. Did you like the voice actors? Um, that's something I guess that could be improved. Actually, is I mean, Mob is supposed to be the introverted, monotone guy, so his uh, voice actor I guess doesn't matter as much. But the show does get a little bland because of the few, like the episode where he fights the first kid who's abusing his powers, the kid's not interesting, and neither is he. So, like, the dialogue between them, though, sets up, like, the future story is kind of boring. Gotcha. Voice acting-wise. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that is Mob Psycho 100. So I'd recommend it to people that liked One Punch Man... Or like, uh, I guess, action shows that have comedy in them. This was done by Trigger, wasn't it? Um, I don't believe so. This was Studio Bones. Ah, okay. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. All right. Want anything else before we uh, head off? Uh, I was just going to say Funimation licensed it. I don't know if the dub is out yet or not. It might be, but I watched it subbed. Um... Like maybe, since it's such a short comedy, I usually prefer my comedies in English. So maybe my one critique of the voice acting wouldn't wouldn't uh, matter. I think it, it might translate better to English. September eighth is when it got announced on Reddit. Mm. Um, probably not done yet. Nothing. Well, they can do pretty quick turnaround because they usually do episode by episode. Hmm. Um. Yeah, not seeing anything yet. I can watch it illegally at mobpsycho100.net. <laughs> they really got a good domain for that. Really, it's called mobpsycho100.net. I watched it on Crunchyroll. There you go. Support anime. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is this episode. Uh, go ahead and check out our review index at bonsaibeat.com front slash reviews feel free to drop us an email bonsaibeat.gmail.com or uh, leave us feedback or comments on our iTunes and uh, appreciate any any criticism or comments or anything so it's good to hear from you guys take care and uh, hopefully we'll be back before Christmas yeah I think so uh, the weekend 
before the weekend of Christmas. Let's see. See, I'm kind of sad because there's the 19th. No... Yeah, so in two weeks I could do one before the week before Christmas. Perfect. I need to find something like My Santa again. My Santa, what's that? Remember, that's a horrible anime reviewed with the oh yeah with the main character and <laughs> you the don't rain... get any toys because the... you're poor. No, that's the... Hayate. Darn it! I like that one reference to Santa. <laughs> Um, my Santa's the my short Santa, two episode thing. Yeah, they had the reindeer that turned into a hot anime girl, mm. and the kid's name was Santa because his parents hate him. <laughs> yeah, well, go back and listen to that if you haven't listened Christmas to it. Go back and listen. All right, take care, everybody. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.